0: next guest is a former nfl coach for the chicago bears as well as several other franchises as well as a cfl coaching legend want to welcome back on mr mark Tressman, coach coach has everything going for you
1: zach awesome it's uh, great to be with you today and uh, we'll have some fun here for a little absolutely
0: absolutely so what do you think of that thursday night game
1: you know what i've got to stop there because i didn't watch it because i didn't didn't miss anything
0: you didn't miss anything
1: i i i I was i heard that russell had uh, broken his finger and uh um, actually, I'm, I'm moving in a new place, so I just got my internet, and my TV in today. So I apologize for that. Uh, maybe we'll have to start over here. <laughs> no, no,
0: it's all good. It's all good. It was it was a dud of a game. You, you thought it was gonna be like a high scoring affair because you got two top NFC West teams, but obviously with the division matchup like they kind of had each other's number. And it was it was a dud. So you didn't really you didn't really miss out. And obviously, there's a couple couple finger injuries and double punt. That was the weird thing. It was weird. It was a weird thing. <laughs> and I'm then um, looking at the league as a whole. Um, is there anybody, any teams that have kind of surprised you for how well or how poorly they performed?
1: Well, I, I thought – I'll go right to Phoenix and to the Cardinals. Um, I thought they were a team that had to step up this year in year three. I think they've just been awesome. Uh, I think Kyle Murray has really uh, shown some real growth. Uh, he's been exceptional in the pocket, extending plays, making plays. They probably play fast as fast as any team in the league right now. And they're running the football very well with those two running backs, Connor and Edmund. So, um, I wouldn't say they're a surprise, but I think they're in a place they should have been. Steven should have been. Stephen Kime has done a, a great job of building that team and Cliff makes it very simple for the quarterback. Not that he needs it to be simple, but they they've got a really good balance running pass, and they play good defense. And, uh, they've improved their, their talent level. So uh, that's a very tough division, as we all know, but um, they have, they have uh, pleasantly surprised me. And I think they're, they are where they're supposed to be right now after the first month of the season.
0: You ever seen a guy with Kyler's kind of stature, but with his, like his, his, his kind of like his, his throw power for a guy, his size and his mobility. You ever seen anybody like him?
1: Well, I think that, you know, Russell Wilson opened the door for smaller quarterbacks to be able to play. Uh, Russell's an extremely talented passer, and so is Kyler Murray. He's got a quick release, maybe even quicker than than Russell, and he runs better. Now, does he have the same it factor that Russell has shown over 10 years? We'll see, Uh, but he certainly is a comparable type of player uh, relative to athleticism and ability to throw the ball.
0: And I want to ask you about, so, so the Bears obviously made some headlines this week naming fields, QB1 going forward. What do you think went into that decision? Because it seemed like they really weren't, was not a consensus among the coaching staff before like two days ago.
1: Yeah, um, well, number one, I, I think it's uh, clearly the right decision um, uh, for a number of reasons. But uh, in the first few games, uh, he had no chance. The line, the protection was, was awful, um, and, and uh, Juan Casillo, the line coach, has done a great job over the last few weeks. Turning the play calling over to Bill Lazor was, was really good in terms of production. Uh, he ran the ball well. Um, he only threw 18 passes. He only threw four in the first quarter, and yet two of them were explosives, um, so I thought going into last week or after last week, play selection good. Field showed really, really good dropback quickness. Um he showed explosive arm strength. Um, he managed the line of scrimmage well um, by getting people lined up and making calls, making line calls and things like that. Um, He was decisive. He got some real candy store completion calls by laser, threw the ball deep very well. Uh, what's clear to me is he doesn't really have a great understanding of protection. There were rushers coming free on, on both sides. And he really wasn't aware. But again, the, 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 the coordinator play caller can, take, can help him. When you get to five and six-man protections, you're going to have plus one blitzers or free rushers. When you get to seven and eight-man protection, play action passes and sort, now the quarterback can look downfield. And when you're moving, you don't have to worry about protection. So it's not that he can't handle it but he's in the initial stages and uh, he was better. I think there's a light there. I did not like him coming out of college. I wasn't, a, you know, a, oh, really a man of his coming out. Um, uh, you know, there's passers and there's guys who fling it. I, I thought he was more of a flinger than a passer, but he proved me wrong. I think this past week by, by really throwing some very good passes uh, in the pocket and on the move. So I think there's a light there. He's got a long way to go. I think they got to manage him like they should be managing, in my opinion, the other rookie quarterbacks, running the football a little bit more, getting him under center a little bit more, um, using pe- press, pass protection uh, numbers to, to help them more. But I'm excited to see where he goes in the next few weeks and see what the next month looks like for him.
0: Who do you think ultimately like made the call of him as QB1, Nagy, Pace, or the McCaskies?
1: I, I, I'm not going there. That's none of my business. I'll no. evaluate the player off the tape. That's all I see, and I won't speculate.
0: Yeah. No. Um, do you think they're trying to get Allen Robinson more involved? I know he was kind of like angling to maybe go somewhere else, and they franchise him again, and he really didn't done anything. Do you think they're trying to get him more involved in the game, or do you think maybe he's I, kind
1: I, of I, – I, ex- I can't speak for them. Yeah. I think that – you know, it's the coach's job to get the ball to the players that can make plays and find ways of doing that and implementing formations or play calls to get that done. I haven't watched it that closely. I've paid attention to the quarterback, quite frankly, yeah. uh, but I do see them running the ball better. I see their protection improving over the last couple weeks. And, uh, you know, quarterback can only do his thing if he can complete a throwing motion in or outside the pocket. And if he can do that, see the field, you know, he's got a chance. Now we now we put it in his hands to make some plays. And, and so we'll see. It'll be exciting to see what happens. He did not get a chance to really run this week. He had he took two kneels. That was it. I mean, when he starts using his ability to extend plays and run, I mean he'll he'll be able to do some damage. So we'll see this week.
0: I okay, got one more Bears question for you. I know they made some news a couple of weeks ago by purchasing the Arlington, the Arlington Heights property to potentially for New Stadium. Did you ever see a day where maybe they wouldn't be playing at Soldier Field?
1: You know, I never crossed my mind. I wish I would have had the opportunity to coach the team and, and, and move with the team, uh, you know, out, out west there. But, um, uh, you know, I think they're, they're trying to give their audience, their fans, the best product they can. They've made a decision that this is the best way to do it. Uh, they've got the money to do it and they've done it. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I can't speak for Mrs. McCaskey, but, you know, she wants to leave a legacy of making it better on the field and off. And, uh, you know, they're doing the best on the field, and now they're doing the best off the field as well. So that's a credit to the Bears and their organization.
0: It was about 45 45-minute 45 drive, or is it closer than that? Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: not sure. But, it, you know, anytime you go to a game, it's a, it's a day event anyway. So um, you, you want to make the experience as good as possible. It's certainly not easy to get out of downtown Chicago after a game. And this might expedite the experience better. And, and certainly the, the new stadium will do that as well.
0: And I want to ask you, so with, with, with the Jags, obviously there's some news about Urban Meyer. The personal stuff, I don't really care. about. the thing I thought was very interesting, a lot of people are talking about is he didn't fly back with the team. Is, have you ever heard of anything like that on, thir- on a Thursday night game? Um, I,
1: I think that um, um, the only time I think a coach flies back, doesn't fly back with a team is if he has a family emergency. Um The only time a coach leaves his team is if he has a family or a personal emergency. Um, uh, My last year in Toronto, I left my team because my father was passing away and, uh, you know, I wanted to be there for him. Of course. uh, um, So that was an instance I told the team. I had a personal reason. I didn't go into it with them. But, um, you know, whether you're 0-4 or 4-0, in my opinion, um, unless there was you know, other things that we're not, they're not talking about or the family's not talking about. It's very difficult to understand why the head coach isn't with the team on that plane. Even if he's dismissed some of the players and allowed them to leave from Cincinnati to go see their family because they have three days off, I've done that, yeah. but there's still a majority of the team is in the, and the personnel and the coaches are going back and there's a lot of work to be done.
0: What do you think the players are thinking like now after obviously they're starting on four and like the coach is kind of not hundred percent committed. Do you think of color-
1: I, I appreciate the question, but I certainly, um, you know, don't feel comfortable going there because I don't know. Yeah. You'd have to ask them. Um, and then, as I said, I think the only thing I can say is from my experience is that, you know, if, if urban Meyer, who I think is a, a very good football coach, asked me what he should do, I would say, go, go home on the plane.
0: Yeah, um, and then speaking of Lawrence, with some of these rookie quarterbacks, are you you surprised how some of them are kind of been slow starts, kind of getting rolling, or is this kind of what you expected?
1: Um, I don't know what I expected. I can tell you what I've seen. I think early on with these young quarterbacks, and I think, um, you know, Mac Jones is kind of separate. He's kind of an anomaly over Trevor and Zach Wilson. Um, but I think what's happened is there's a transformation that has taken place where coaches have tried to put them in a position to win the game instead of helping them not lose the game. Um, And I can speak to both of them to Trevor and Zach first is their transformation has been to be careless with the football and reckless with the football and trying to do too much. Um, Trevor as Zach early on, very careless with the ball, reckless interceptions, um, drop back techniques have to improve for both of them. Uh, Trevor is a very tall, long guy, and his drops have to be customized to his, his length. Um, Zach is, was very careless and has been very careless on his drop, outdropping uh, protections, outdropping his offensive line. Um, there has been some improvement. Uh, Trevor last week really showed, I think, the player he can be. I think the play calls continue to improve to help them. Um, uh, I think Trevor has to be careful. He's a big guy and he ran in college, but it's a different league. Um, I think the offensive line has improved in Jacksonville the last few weeks. He certainly doesn't have the talent around him, um, nor does Zach that that Mac Jones might have and he doesn't even have that yet. They're still working on that. But uh, relative to Trevor, um, he could make an exponential growth like Josh Allen has over the next couple of years. And Justin Herbert has over the last couple of years. He's got the, he's got the you know arm talent. He's got the intelligence. He's he plays with humility. I like that about him. Um, he understands protection a little better than the other guys. Um, but, you know, I think that, you know, Daryl Bevel and Brian Schottenheimer in, in Jacksonville have kind of, you know, you know, this has been like the first couple of rounds, feeling each other out as player and coach. And I think they're closer to getting it, but, but uh, Trevor shows a tremendous upside. The light is clearly there. He took a shot right in the teeth and drilled a, a corner route and that was enough, amongst other things that he'd done to show that, that he can be a, be a real, um, you know, threat in, in, in this league.
0: And speaking um, of speaking of Wilsons of the Jets, got the Falcons on, in London on Sunday? Do you ever have any games to go with over across? Oh uh, yeah,
1: I mean I've I've played over there and, and, and uh, played in Japan, played in um, all in preseason games, never in a in a in a real game. But you know Zach has showed a little bit of improvement. I think um, he's been anointed a little bit early after last week. Um, I thought he made some tremendous throws um some of them were 50 50 balls and could have gone the other way like they did a week prior to that or two weeks prior to that um when he does it right he looks really good um his ball carriage has to come up higher he'll be more accurate his drop back fundamentals when they're good they're really good and when they're they're bad too much of the time and he's got to get better and i think he's got to just listen to his coaches more and not try to do it all himself and You know, one of the things a quarterback has to do is as a leader and all leaders needed it, they have to play with humility. And there's the time where they have to make the play and use the it factor, Um, but he's trying to do it too quickly and uh, hopefully he'll be better this week. And have learned from the the first four weeks, his protection got a lot better over the last few weeks as well. They weren't doing a good job of taking care of the inside of the pocket. And uh, they did a better job this past week. And he was able to complete some some throwing motions in the pocket and make some plays. But um, he's got to be careful. He's got young receivers that, uh, you know, don't always run at the right depth. He's got a line that's coming together. The play calling certainly got better as they, and Mike LaFleur will do a good job as he continues to get to know his quarterback. But he's he's got to be a little more selfless in his play, and when he when he'll do that, I think he'll he'll find himself to be a lot better player. Fundamentals have to improve.
0: I want to ask you your thoughts on Baltimore this season. Obviously, they've had a insane amount of injuries, but somehow they've kind of held it together. What, what do you think, Lamar's play?
1: Um, you know that that's a hard one. I haven't studied him and seen enough of him. You know he's a, such a dangerous, dangerous player. Um, I think he continues to pass the ball better. Um, I think they'll continue to grow in the passing game. Um, obviously, they can run the ball very effectively. Um, you know, at times on the defensive side, you know, they're taking some chances. But, you know, with John Harbaugh, they're going to play continuity football. Um, everybody's going to be aware in all three phases what the team is trying to get accomplished. John is really good at keeping an eye on all three phases. They've won some close games. They've won some big games. Um, and, you know, as long as Lamar's playing, uh, they're going to be a threat, you know, and again, they've they they, they they've come out with a couple of really, really big wins this year, exciting wins, uh, tough wins. Um, and I think, um, you know, the AFC is going to be, the, the, the league has never been better. The, the, and the reason is, is that more teams than ever have quarterbacks who can win. There's still a few teams that don't, but the league, I don't know that where 26 or 27 teams can go to can play a game on a Sunday or, or a Thursday or whatever, or Monday night, and have a quarterback they think can win. That's different. And uh, um, if they stay healthy, the league is going to be really tough, but the 17 game season is going to be tough.
0: Have you seen any of Heineke in Washington since Fitzpatrick went down?
1: Uh, I have not. Um, I watched him last year a little bit. He's an exciting player. Um, he's got a lot of charisma. Um, I think he gives them hope. I mean, he's kind of in that you know, 27, 28, you know, range where, you know, I think he, you know, he's the players, he's a guy, the players will rally around. He's just got, he's that kind of guy. He's exciting to watch. I have not watched a lot of him, but uh, when I have, you know, there's something to him and uh, you know, they got a chance to grow with him a little bit as well.
0: Have you have you watched any of the college quarterbacks this year that are looking towards I, going to the draft? No.
1: No? I have I, I watched uh, any, any college
0: um, and I when I ask you about uh, the Raiders with Derek Carr. I think right now he's leading the league in passing. They, they got upset on Monday night, but what, what do you think of what Gruden's got going on in uh, Vegas?
1: Yeah, I'm excited about their team. Um, knowing John, you know, having worked with him, having coached against him, I know him really well. I think he's, you know, he's done a great job with Derek Carr over the time he's been with him. Carr plays with great confidence, um, they've got a very good offense They're They're going to be able to run the ball and throw it. They got, they got good receivers. I drafted, you know, Darrell Waller in, uh, uh, in, in Baltimore, uh, back in. in oh, you in, did? I didn't know that. Yeah. And, uh, always been close with him and, and, uh, just, yeah, he's a sixth round pick, um, and, uh, just a, a terrific guy and excited for his career and th- some of the personal things he's overcome. Oh yeah. But, you know, John got Gus Bradley on the other side. So, you know, Gus is. A terribly charismatic guy and a really good football coach and uh so John can hang his hat on Gus and what they're doing defensively they'll be better they'll continue to get better and uh you know shoot that AFC West is is, is going to be just a barn burner to the end and and these games every game they play is going to be critical not only divisionally but outside the division it's just it's just going to be one of those years where, where any team in the West can win
0: going back to Waller when you when you guys were looking at him at Georgia Tech what jumped out to you
1: well he his size his football intelligence you know I've always loved big receivers whether it was Elson Jeffrey or Brandon Marshall you know those types of receivers Herman Moore in Detroit and you know Jerry was a a fairly big guy not as big as these guys because they've gotten bigger John Taylor was a big guy so um you know, Rob Moore was a big guy and Frank Sanders when I was in Arizona. So I've always liked big, big, tall receivers. So he really excited me. He didn't get a lot of production, but, you know, the ability and the, uh, um, the catch radius was there. So, um, and we knew he would be a tweener. You know, could he move to tight end and block sufficiently enough to handle the line of scrimmage, but at the same time, when you put him outside, are they going to put a linebacker out there and go to nickel defense? That just opens up a coordinator. So, so, so many different ways to play offense and use personnel groupings when they have nickel or base on the field. And I, I like I said, I, I'm on a personal level, I just couldn't be more excited for his oh, yeah. growth as a man.
0: Do you think that you think he's hit his ceiling yet, or do you think he's still getting better?
1: Oh, I think he's just going to continue. I mean, he's been so productive early on, and Johnson does a great job. Who knows? I mean, I mean, he's also a captain, which is incredible. Trump pick to doing what he's done to be one of the best players in the league. Um, we'll see, but uh, you know, he, I don't know that he's he's sealing out yet. He's really young.
0: Yeah. No. Are there any games this weekend you're looking forward to?
1: You know, I haven't even looked at this week yet. You know, it's I know it's Friday, but I haven't looked looked yet. I was uh, excited to see the play of Mac Jones. Really excited. We haven't talked about him, but you know, I'm excited to. I, I see what. You know, I, I've talked a lot about Mac Jones to people and on podcasts, and you know, Mac is exactly the guy they drafted. That's unusual to have a rookie come in and play exactly the way you knew he was going to play. Um, you know, he's got great maturity, terrific football intelligence, and control of the line of scrimmage. He's an accurate passer. Uh, Josh McDaniels got exactly what he wanted. They know who they drafted, and what'll be interesting about Zach is. You know he's got to win the he's got to win the games in the fourth quarter. There's going to be those games, and you know I think he's ready to do that. when and, and we need to find out because he's in another tough division. And the unique part of this division is: can Mac Jones and can Tua and can Zach Wilson be better than Josh Allen? That's what this division is going to be about for the next ten years, and it's going to be very difficult to match the. The arm, the, you know, the arm talent uh, and athleticism of Josh Allen uh, for the next few years with the defensive special teams that Sean McDermott has. So it's going to be a tough climb for those three other teams. That's number one. And can they build the, 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 the Patriots? They're going to have to build around Mac Jones to get what Josh Allen has because Mac will never have the athleticism That Josh Allen has, but he does have tremendous leadership ability and accuracy to overcome that.
0: Do you think people are? Do you think the Bills are the real deal? Because I know a couple past couple weeks they've had a relatively easy schedule. They've played against a bunch of teams that have uh, struggled to maintain the health of their starting quarterback. I know they beat. Um, Houston without Tyrod, they'd be Washington without Fitz. And then I think it was the other one. Oh, they beat the dolphins without Tua This week they have Mahomes. Do you think this will kind of be their real test to kind of show the league what they're all about?
1: Well, I think that, you know, number one, it's tough to win in the NFL. There are no easy games. Um, that's been proven over the years. As soon as you, you know, you, you know, you demon demonize a team or think less of them. Uh, that's an issue. You know, you, you're going to, you're going to get trapped. Um, I think the first four weeks is indicative a little bit. I think you make good points, Zach, is indicative of, you know, where teams are right now. And the next month, will be it's kind of where we are, where we're going. I think the next four weeks, it won't be half the season, but we're going to know a lot more. And injuries play into that as well. Um, this will be an injury-free game with two great quarterbacks. It'll be a playoff matchup. Um, you know, both teams are good teams. They haven't necessarily played consistently well and show as well as other teams, quite frankly, uh, that really have played a little bit better over the first four weeks. But it's a long journey. Every week matters. Um, and it'll be a great matchup.
0: With the Chiefs kind of struggling out the gate early, do you think they're concerned or they've got Mahomes and they'll, they'll be fine?
1: Um, you know, I don't, I, I've never used the word concern, you know, you know, the season's a process. It's just, a, it's a daily, you know, it, it's a cliche, but it's really true from coach's perspective. It's a process. You're just going out every day to try to get better as a team. The general managers are going out to try to improve the team every day. And and players need to know that, that, you know, we're always looking to get better. There's a lot that goes into that because there's chemistry and locker room chemistry that this is critically important, but, you know, everybody's got to get better. The coaches, the players have to get better. It's a process. And, you know, the scoreboard is going to take care of itself on Sunday if we do what we're supposed to do during the week. And then we have to understand that hard work doesn't guarantee, you know, we win the game, but it's certainly, you know, a key factor.
0: And There's one other team I want to ask you about uh, Dallas back coming back from his yeah. awful ankle injury. What have been your thoughts on him through four weeks? I think he's exceeded everybody's expectations of how well he's played.
1: Uh, um, You know, it's been a, it's been a generation, you know, with the Cowboys, but this might be the year. Um, They can run the ball like as good as anybody. Their quarterback is elite. They have very good receivers and they brought in Dan Quinn. And one of the reasons why I think, that they are where they are right now is Dan Quinn has established something, you know, with that defense. They've just, they've got a a culture of their own. They're making big plays. They're turning the ball over. They're a completely different team on that side of the ball comparatively to last year. And, uh, and I think Dan and his leadership has, has been a been a big part of that.
0: Yeah. With um, with Kellen Moore, do you think he's just like one of the next coaches that, you're going to be people are going to be kind of going on after because he's been phenomenal.
1: Yeah, Kellen's done a great job. I mean, it's going to be tough to keep him. He's a former player. Um, his offenses have been good. Um, you know, I, I, I give a lot of credit to Mike McCarthy. He's been a play caller his whole life. You know, pretty much, and he turned it over to Kellen. Uh, that can't be easy for Mike. I, I I've been in that position. It's not easy when you do that. You don't want to really do it. Um, he has done that. Uh, they're, they're a better team for it. Not that Kellen isn't better than Mike, but that allows Mike to, you know, have more control over all three phases in the locker room. And, uh, you, know, you know, Kellen is his demeanor on the sideline. You, know, you get a chance to see it. He's a calm, collected guy. You know, I don't see why he's not one of the next up and coming guys.
0: Do you see anybody beating them in the NFC East or do you think this is their year?
1: Well, that's a tough one. I think it's too early. You know, um, there's uncertainty in Washington right now. The way their defense isn't playing well. There's uncertainty in Philadelphia. They've got a new coach, and they certainly, you know, are really haven't taken any kind of jump yet. Um, and uh, in New York, you know, they're still trying to find themselves. So, um, you know, after four weeks, you're saying, how the heck could it could it, it, it be any different in week 17? But Anybody who's been around this league knows is it doesn't take much, you know, for things to turn um, on a dime. So, but but right now, I think you're exactly right. Uh, Dallas is not one of the, not just the best team in the East. They're one of the top teams in the league.
0: Because I know last year with, with Tampa, they kind of struggled out the gate. And then after their bye week, they just went on a run. Are there any teams that maybe this year have kind of struggled early that you think you would not be surprised if they have a midseason turnaround and just start lighting yeah. it up?
1: yeah. You know, I, I'm, I would never be surprised in Seattle if, if, if Russell comes back healthy this week and in the next couple of weeks. I just think that, you know, it's tough not to think that Russell Wilson's not going to be in the thick of things, you know, at the end of the season. Um, I don't know where San Francisco is going right now with their quarterback situation. Um, Minnesota could turn. You know, they could turn uh, Kirk cousins is playing well. They had a rough week this past week. Uh, they have good defense. They could, they could turn, um, you know, just throwing that out. Those are some of the things that could the Titans turn, turn again, Yeah, you know, they got a new coordinator that always changes things. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think it's, I think those, those are the things that pop out of the teams with a great quarterback or a quarterback who can play at a high level. Um, yeah, and they have great running game in, in, uh, in, in uh, Minnesota. And they've shown they can play really good offense. So uh, that, 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 that's something that I'll have my eyes on. And
0: then what, one more team from the <laughs> NFC North Green Bay with Rogers being like, they didn't even know if he was going to show up and he comes and he looks as good as ever. Was that a surprise to you?
1: There is nobody like Aaron Rodgers. His, he, you watch his demeanor on the field after plays, nobody shows how you should play the game better than Aaron Rodgers. Confident, charismatic, he's always got a smile on his face. He's the first one to round a hug a player and to put his arms around you. His football intelligence is off the chart. His play is impeccable, his discipline's impeccable. One of the most, I mean, I've, I mean, I have followed quarterbacks since Fran Tarkenton. You know, for the quarterbacks has always been something I've, you know, the Joe Namas, you know, whoever they might be at the time. And he is the most breathtaking of all the quarterbacks in football the way he plays the game. Mahomes, and they're all great. Russell's great. Mahomes is great. We haven't even talked about Justin Herbert, who's playing at an incredible top two or top three level. You know, Stafford's that kind of player. Um, But nobody quite does it quite like Aaron Rodgers. And there was no doubt he was going to come back and roll. No doubt. And uh, he's still got arm talent. He's still as charismatic as ever. And his love of the game is very apparent when you watch him.
0: No, he's been incredible, and they've been must see TV yeah. anytime they're on. They uh, are. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I do appreciate you taking time. Still, really, other questions really have for you, but it doesn't mean a lot. Uh, you jump back on. I'm so glad that football is finally back. I didn't even know baseball was still going until a couple weeks ago. Is what's, what's footballs going? Who cares? Um, but I do appreciate you taking the time.